The Little Book of Hoogar by Mike Viking. Summary from 4-Minute Books, written by Nikos Kuke and read by Craig Trailer. One Sentence Summary A Little Book of Hoogar is about the hard-to-describe yet powerful Danish attitude towards life, which constantly ranks Denmark among the happiest countries in the world, and how you can cultivate it for yourself. Favourite quote from author To paraphrase, one of the greatest philosophers in our time, Winnie the Pooh, when asked how to spell a certain emotion, you don't spell it, you feel it. Just this week, I wrote about how choosing a place to live is a subjective issue and can't really be argued for or against with statistics. It's about the feeling you get where you are, not how many public trash cans there are available. At the same time, some places do better than others overall. While this is by no means an indicator you should move there, you can always learn a thing or two. One such place is Denmark. Known for its dark and frosty winters, high taxes, but also its laid-back culture, this nation averaged a number one ranking in the World of Happiness report from 2013 to 2016 and is number two for 2017. Mike Viking is the author of this book and the CEO of Happiness Research Institute in Copenhagen and thinks one of the capabilities of his country's citizens responsible for this high happiness standard is Hugar. Um, what? Heiger? It's pronounced Hugar, which sounds a bit French. This mysterious noun, objective and verb, resembles not only a typical Danish attitude, but also well-being, comfort and feeling at home. As it's highly correlated with the nation's extreme stable mental health, Let's explore it in more detail. Here are the three lessons from The Little Book of Hugar. 1. Hugar is a special approach to happiness and not just an idea, but a mood, a feeling and an activity. 2. Atmosphere is a big part of Hugar, so you should make conscious effort to create the right environment for it. 3. You could live and experience Hugar anywhere and anytime. It's unlimited. Not every day can be the best day, but a life of Hugar is about as close as it can get. So, let's learn what it's all about. Lesson 1. Hugar is a unique way to happiness and a feeling in its own way. Since it's so hard to grasp, let's first dive deeper into the entomology of the word Hugar. Its earliest written roots go back to an old Norwegian word meaning well-being and date to the early 1800s. Other possible origins might be the variants of the word hug, another old Norwegian term for comfort, and another for mood. While most modern interpretations have settled on coziness as an appropriate translation, Mike says this not quite gets the point either. There might be other related concepts around the world, but none of those paint a full picture. Hugar isn't just an idea, it's a mood, a feeling, an action. In Denmark, Hugar is a part of people's sense of self. That's why an especially snug cafe might be called Hugarling, if lounging there makes you feel good. You could even invite a friend to Hugar together, or reveal a particular kind of Hugar, like Café Hugar, or the Julie Hugar of Christmas season. If by making so much room for this word and concept in their lives, 
What the Danish are telling us is to make time to enjoy life, be happy and practice contentment. Lesson 2. As Huga is a lot about atmosphere, you'll need to make a conscious effort to create the right environment. As you can guess from that coffee example, the atmosphere you Huga in is very important. Indeed, feeling at home requires a homey place. So, unless you create one, you'll have a hard time getting into the right mood. That's why the Danish are obsessed with candles, lighting, and lamp designs, and natural elements like wood interior design. Some things that promote hygge at home are dimly but significantly lit rooms, candles, scented or unscented, beautifully designed sleek lamps, wide open rooms and surfaces, a fireplace or a stove, shelves, boards and other interior design elements made of wood, a hygge-krog, a cosy corner specifically designed to snuggle up, enjoy a hot beverage and read or relax. The Danes sure live up to these fundamental hygge factors. At 16 kilograms or 13 pounds of candles burned per person per year, the Danes are Europeans' number one candlelight junkies. They also have almost two rooms per person in living space. You see, it doesn't take much to feel hygge in your own four walls. All of these you can work on and get decent results in a single weekend. It does take a conscious effort on your end, though. My couch is my hygge-croc, and while I feel pretty comfortable in it, I should probably get on customising it some more. Lesson 3. Hygge is an all-compassing and not limited to a single place or activity. So, not everyone can afford to go on an IKEA spree but shopping purely for the sake of hygge would miss the point anyway. An austere and simple life can be just full of hygge as one of sipping lattes and champagne. In fact, this might represent the true meaning of hygge more than even the most comfortable atmosphere. In the end, hygge is about learning to be content in the moment. Forget your life results for a while. Enjoy your family and friends' company. Stop taking yourself so seriously. These are the things you can practice anywhere, anytime. This sensory experience, this feeling, is the epitome of hygge, and it's not bound by time and space. Be happy, be satisfied, and choose to live trouble-free. No matter where you live, if you focus on these aspects, a hygge life is yours to own. The Little Book of Hygge Review I first heard about this idea in Medium Members' article by my fellow coach Andrew Marley and learned that it's currently one of the most popular book summaries on Blinklist. I consider myself a very happy person, so, at the very least, I was intrigued to see which of these ideas I might share. If you're happy with your life in general, but feel like you're sometimes not aware enough of this happiness when you need it the most, the Little Book of Hugar is a book I recommend you check out. What else can you learn from the Blinks? 1. What the Danish state does to pronounce Hugar. 2. Why overtime is restricted in the country. 3. What a party pooper is called in Danish. 4. Why the English meaning of the word Danish isn't far off from Hugar. 5. Which annual holiday is most conductive to Hugar. And 6. 
how you can get started on a more Hugarish life today. Who would I recommend a little book of Hugar summary to? The 22-year-old college student, who knows she has a great life but still worries a lot about school. The 47-year-old family father, who often checks emails during board game night. And anyone who wants to work a lot, but still feel happy about where they are right now.